Welcome to The Reconnection Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Shelton, international Akashic Records reader, spiritual teacher, writer, and blogger. On this podcast, I will provide you with channel teachings, tools, and support so you can embody your highest self, break through blocks, and tune in to your heart. I am here to guide you to reconnect and realign so you can grow and glow. If you are inspired by what you hear today, please leave a review of the show and share this episode on social media. Also, check out the Reconnection Social Group on Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now, let's get to the episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Reconnection. You know what? Some people, they don't like my singing or their voices, and that's okay, but I'm just not for you then, so you can go. (laughs) But anyways, welcome back, you sexy souls to this podcast episode and you know what today we are going to be talking about which I guess you saw from the title that we are going to be talking about how we can tune in to our intuition and what our heart is saying but before we get into all of that I would like to have a very special announcement that my new course heart-centered pre-sale is out now and the cart will be opening up on Friday. But since you are here, you are listening and you are tuning in to yourself and to this podcast, I am offering you guys 30% off the course. And this will go until 9am CST time, aka central time on Friday the... I gotta figure out what day it is. Friday the 8th. So until today, till tomorrow at 9 a.m. Central Time at Friday. I'm, I'm speaking so many words. So until today, when it's released, until tomorrow, 9 a.m. Central Time, aka Friday, May 8th, is when you will be able to get 30% off this course. And if you're like, girl, what the hell is this course? Basically, during almost all of my one-on-one Akashic Records readings and client sessions, the heart kept coming up. It kept coming up and sharing that all these patterns, these themes, that these blocks that we're all experiencing, they're all rooted back to our hearts. They're all rooted back to this place where we hold all of these things. We hold our fears. We hold our identity. We hold our past lives. We hold our different dimensions. And when we're not able to tap into those or we're having these energetic blocks going around in our field, we're not able to truly listen in and tap into them as well as we could be. So I decided to go through the records and share the tools, practices, and guidance on how we can heal these stories. And not only that, but also tune into what our heart is saying so we can really step up and we can rise into the best version of ourselves. So in this beautiful course there is six modules that you will get the first one is going to be looking at your heart center and saying how is this going to work and connecting with your multi-dimensional highest self and the second module is working with energy how can we tune into it how can we listen to it what's blocking us from getting that the next one is looking at channels we all have i've spoken about this many times that we all have this energetic rod going through us from the earth to the cosmos and in this we have different channels for instance the throat and heart and I will be going in depth on those how you can heal those if you have those channels going on how you can clear them 
etc. And then the next module is doing unlovability in the inner child. And a lot of our woundings, our blocks, lessons, they really come back to this core feeling of unworthiness and unlovability. And so we're going to be going through that as well as doing a meditation, journal prompts to really get to the core of how we can, how can we embody our heart? How can we feel loved and loved from ourselves? And the Next module is one of my favorites because it is all about receiving. We're getting out of desperation mode and moving into this I'm an abundant ass bitch receiving mode instead of being like, oh my God, I'm so desperate. Like I need to be doing X, Y, and Z and I'm so anxious right now. And so we're going to be like, how can we transform out of that? And the last one is probably my favorite, which is the heart cleansing meditation. During this meditation, you will be given a symbol and you will go through it and clear out any of those energetic blocks that are still roaming around. And so, you know, our soul is constantly talking to us. Our intuition is constantly wanting to get in touch with us, but oftentimes we are not able to listen to that. We're not able to hear it as well as we'd like. So this course is really helping you shed light on a lot of those beliefs and it covers how you can get into that receiving mode and get into tuning into your heart instead of listening solely to others. So again, you will have the option to get 30% off the course by clicking the link in the bio and you will be directed to that. So that is all my little announcement I had to get out of the way, but I wanted to share that. So today, a question I have been getting a lot and something I've been seeing a lot on social media is how can we tune into our heart? What is our best way to do this? And you know, for me, when I first heard, listen to your heart, listen to your body, I was like, girl, what the hell are you saying? I don't even know what that means. Like, what? what are you talking about? My body, she's not communicating nothing with me. It's, I have a microphone and she's not turning on. Like, what are you trying to tell me? And it can be really confusing when you're in that place and when you're in that zone, because it seems like everybody else is getting all these answers. They're living their best lives. And you're just sat there like a potato going, what the hell, man, what's going on? And it can be really, really freaking frustrating. So over the courses of my own life and working with other people, here are some of the reasons that you might be blocking your own intuition, whether you realize it or not. And the first one is you're feeling resistant to what the messages might be. So sometimes we can want a certain outcome so, so, so bad that we neglect or we force or maybe we resist what our intuition is communicating with us because we really want that certain thing to come true. So if we don't get that sign for it, if we don't get that thing, it makes us feel really bad and makes us feel like, oh my God, I'm never going to get that cool car. I'm never going to get that job. I really like, I'm never going to get that partner, etc. So sometimes we end up trying to force these messages to come through, or we often resist even trying to change things in our own lives because it is not what we expected. And there's a lot of times where I have done this myself. You know, I've really wanted a certain outcome to be true. Um, when I was a food blogger, I still have the recipes up, y'all. You can still check them out under the willtree.co. But when I was a food blogger, I desperately wanted to be like YouTube famous, okay? Because 
part of me really wanted to be seen. They wanted to be validated for who they were and recognized. And so whenever I'd be like asking questions or if I'd be like envisioning my highest self, no matter if it felt right or not, I kept putting that, oh my God, I want to be this big food blogger in that space. I really want to be seen and recognized. But the reality was, is that's not what I truly wanted from my core. And I didn't want to admit myself to that because without that, I didn't know what was going to be on the other side. And so that can be really scary and terrifying, especially when you only have this small view of your life. You only have this small idea of what can happen instead of allowing yourself to see the bigger picture of what's going on and what can be possible instead of just this zeroing on on this small thing. And so I was resisting hearing any other messages that were going to take me into this different path. And it took a long time for me to let go of that and I guess come into or be more accepting of to what I'm doing right now, which is a lot different than being a vegan food blogger. But nonetheless, I was really resistant to it. And, you know, with these type of things, you really have to ask yourself that question. So maybe if you're feeling resistant or you related to that example I gave, why are you feeling resistant to that? And for me, it was because I didn't know what was the other side of letting go of that thing I just spent like a year on creating. And just letting it go and not holding on to it any longer. I didn't want to do that. I was resistant and I wanted to stay on that course. So what is that why for you? Why does your ego want that? What is it that you really want to hear? Because usually at that, that the root of feeling seen, the root of feeling validated is usually often what we have to give ourselves. And a lot of times what we most need to get from ourselves is the stuff that we seek the most from others. And it can be a freaking cycle that is hashtag annoying. Okay. Okay. She's annoying. You know, you know it. And so, okay. Anywho. So next time. Oh my God. I can't speak today, y'all. So the next one is soaking in way, way, way too much of other people's information. Okay. This one is easy to a little bit abuse because, you know, when we're starting to be in this spiritual space and we're learning something new, we kind of soak in so much information from other people. And don't get me wrong, it's amazing to learn from other people. I have gained so much knowledge from just learning different skills, learning different ideologies from other people. But when it crosses into that territory of you need 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 to see what others are doing what they're saying about this so it can confirm what you're feeling then you almost become into this dangerous waters and because you're solely looking for those other people to give you that validation that you're correct and that you're right and what you're really doing here energetically is that you're communicating to yourself that you don't trust what you're receiving at all So an example I like to give of this is like human design and astrology. Listen, there's nothing wrong with these. They're amazing tools. But how I was using them was, (laughs) again, going into dangerous waters. Like I was a little excessive with it. 
<laughs> and I would became obsessive with it because I thought these tools would almost act in a way that would quote unquote save me instead of just allowing them to be as a guide or just be as this fun thing that I'm using and I really looked to them with this oh my god you're gonna like give me all the answers blah 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 and so by doing that you're also kind of putting a lot of pressure on yourselves to figure it all out and anyways so I was let's get back to the example with the human design so with human design I there's like arrows in it and at the time I did not have my actual birth time so I was just kind of going off what <laughs> was said which I do not recommend please do not do that but even now without knowing what my arrows are I don't really follow it because I there were certain things like being a specific manifester or being super organized and diligent listen just because I'm a Virgo doesn't mean I always want to have a super tidy clean space do I prefer it yes but do sometimes I not do that also yes <laughs> But here's the thing. I was going so overboard with it that I was, okay, there's like arrows for like, you should have a super schedule and like be super organized with it. And so I ended up doing that like for with my morning routine. And I legit just hated everything. <laughs> I hated everything about it. Because usually with my morning routines now, I just flow with whatever I'm feeling. So if I want to go on a walk one day, I do that. If I want to meditate first and then do something else, I'll do that. I don't really have a strict schedule with that. And when I have a strict schedule, things go haywire. But I was having that strict schedule because something else told me to do it. I was, <laughs> I was really trusting in this different thing to be exact and to work 100% for me but it just was not it wasn't and I was giving my power away to that other thing because I thought oh that will help me that will change this and it wasn't working and so when this happened I ended up having to I ended up unfollowing and muting a lot of accounts that I was following because I was looking to them again to not only confirm what I was feeling but I was also looking at them to be the sole guide of how I can move forward without asking myself first because I thought that they had more information so when we constantly look for other people for that validation that information again you're saying I don't trust what I am able to provide I don't trust the information I don't trust my intuition and what we're really trying to do is get back into that flow that state of trust so you can tune into yourself and not so much everyone else so you can have those conversations with people and not just be constantly looking at them for the answers. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we only know ourselves like 100% the best. You can listen to other people and sure they might have a general framework, but you have to connect back to who you are and connect back to your gifts, connect back to your purpose, to connect back to just who you are at that center and that core because you are the only person that can really tell how you're feeling, how this feels to you, if it feels good, if it doesn't feel good, and move forward from there. And if social media isn't like your problem or your thing, you're like not on that that often, which kudos to you hello I'm a fan of you <laughs> um, I really recommend 
asking yourself what things mean before you ask another. So an example of this this morning is I was going on a walk with my dog and there was a, like a duck just sitting in the middle of the road. It was fine. It was not injured. It was just sitting there. She was the message for me because my mom and I, we call each other like animal nicknames. She's a goat. I'm a duck duck. Okay. <laughs> just saying it now is funny, but <laughs> I mean, come on. Do you not have nickname for people? I love nicknames. I, if you were like my close friend, I will literally have 10 nicknames for you because I just, I love a good nickname. Like at my old work, I used to have nicknames for like Italian things. I just like changed their name to have like a Italiano accent. And my, mine is my favorite. I'm not going to lie. Just Elisabetta. Like, how do you not love that? I love when people that have like accents say your name. It's just like, ooh, sounds great. <laughs> okay, I really got off topic. But so there's this duck in the middle of the road. So I decided to tune in and just ask, what does this mean to me? And to me, it just meant like silliness, connection, family, inner peace. And later, like an hour later, I decided, let's just look it up. And it was like the same thing <laughs> that came through. So the key here is that just ask yourself first before you ask another, because when you do that, you're trusting in what you're having to say first, you know? And so the third one is kind of correlates with numero uno, the resisting, but this one is just simply blocking yourself you can be blocking yourself for the information because one like number one you might be resistant to what it actually is two you might just have energetic blocks going around you because you think connecting with your intuition or anything woo woo is out there it's bad it's evil it's weird whatever label you want to put on it and you can be putting a lot of these subconscious beliefs into practice without you even realizing it so this is one that's kind of a funny story for me is that when I first started meditating listen I was like 16 and I was home alone setting the scene for you I was home alone and I just got this like random app when I was 16 like there was not really meditation apps there's like three instead of like probably like 100 now so I got this meditation app and I put it on and I kid you not it felt like my I think that was like the deepest I ever went into a meditation because it felt like my whole like I felt like I left my body and that like scared the crap out of me I was like oh my god I'm gonna get possessed <laughs> like that's literally that's legit what I thought was gonna happen I was like oh my god I'm gonna be possessed there's going to be bad energy coming into me. What is going on? And listen, I watched a lot of paranormal things as a child. As well as I grew up in the Catholic Church <laughs> where evil is present. And even if you make like, I don't know, if you've grown up in a religious situation, you know what I'm talking about, okay? But... I was really uncomfortable with it at that time because I thought, oh my God, all these bad things are going to happen. But eventually, luckily, <laughs> clearly what I'm doing now, I've, I've gotten comfortable with it. But you can always call upon your spirit guides and your higher self to come in and protect you as you move into that medita meditative state. And I highly recommend doing that anyways. I do that before I, any Akashic Records readings because you never know what's going to be on the other side. You know what I mean? As much as you want to trust it. I always recommend just calling in 
your spirit guides, your high self, your ancestors, whoever the heck you want to call in, angels, to protect you as you move into that space. And I really, if it is that shame, it is, if there is that fear, I would really ask you to say why. And sometimes it also relates to past life fears as well. Because I have read for some people where they were like a witch in Salem or they were like burned, you know what I mean? Because they did this. So yeah, a lot of these things can just happen with you. They can be past life traumas. They can be ancestral wounds about it. So really diving deep into that. And then the last one I am going to chat about today is one that I have struggled with the most, which is comparison. (laughs) Our little friend. And, you know, people say, I've said this many times, but people say comparison is the thief of joy. But really, she's just (laughs) the act of giving your power away. They should really just change that definition to just saying the act of giving your power away because you know it's really really easy to compare ourselves and we've been kind of programmed to do it at a young age in school like if you don't have the top grades and you're quote-unquote dumb not the best blah 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 so we have all this programming going on from our society from peers from family about how we should be instead of how we are and That's not to say that you can't be, like, pushed by people to do better and to be better now. But when it gets to that point where you're thinking that you're not good enough compared to so-and-so for doing similar things or doing the same things, that's when it can... Okay, I'm channeling now, but they're showing me, like, this... Your heart, like, completely just draining. And it's, like, this black inky liquid coming out of it. And that's... Oh... Oh, so that's how the blocks are created. Okay. <laughs> so let me let me rephrase this again. Okay. Sorry, we went into channel and mode. So basically, they're showing me your heart. And your heart's all full. She's doing good. But once you... S- and it's like full of this like red blood. We'll call it blood. I don't know. You can think of it as like a white sparkly light, if you will. And then all of a sudden, when you compare yourself... It's like this, the end part of the heart, you know, think of a classic Valentine's Day heart. It begins to like take out, drain all of that white light and then changes it into this black inky liquid, this black inky cloud. And that's when it becomes into this energetic quote unquote block that goes into your energetic field. Well, okay. (laughs) I wasn't expecting that either. So, and you know, this comparison can be to anyone. And I'm sure we, listen, we've all experienced this. I don't need to say that. But when it comes to intuition specifically, sometimes we can see people on Instagram or we can see your channeler or a podcaster or a shaman and it seems like they have all these amazing magical gifts, their downloads, and you're just like, oh my god, I guess that's not going to ever happen to me. I'm never going to be able to channel like that. I'm never going to be able to do this or that. I'm never going to be so in tune with my body that I'll just like travel across the country and live in Hawaii for a year. (laughs) Oh god, I kid you not. That was like my thought process for a long time. (laughs) Look at me now. Still not in Hawaii, but 
oh my god you guys i saw like rainbow trees my dad and i were watching a video of like rainbow trees and i want to freaking see them they look so cool if you don't know what i'm talking about please look it up i didn't even know they existed i thought they were fake but they're not so look it up but when we have these comparison to other people one our gifts are so different from everyone else we're all meant to be doing different things we're all meant to hear things differently maybe you're meant to see things maybe you're meant to feel things maybe you're meant to taste things maybe you're meant to smell things whatever the heck it is you it all comes to you so uniquely to you and when you begin to tap into them especially at first it can feel like nothing's happening because a lot of times we put pressure on ourselves but we also don't allow it or we don't believe it's possible because you think that oh somebody else is doing it so I can't really do it the same way I can't really have anything and so again here is really doing a muting blocking unfollowing people who are causing you to feel that way and just asking yourself why am I feeling this way about person x is it feeling because I feel not good enough do I feel unworthy what is this childhood wound that I'm trying to really get at and so, yeah, comparison is just the act of giving your power away, y'all. The quote of the year. <laughs> but anyways, so those are the most common things that I see blocking people from really, truly, and deeply connecting with their intuition and listening to their hearts because it really really just comes down to trusting yourself having that trust creating that bridge and giving yourself that permission to receive that information so yeah that is all I wanted to share with you and this is just one of the things that I will be covering in the heart-centered course so if you are interested and ready to get that pre-sale goodness click the link in the show notes for 30% off and until next time my friends peace out so that is it for today's episode if you listen and like the reconnection podcast please leave a rating and review on itunes it helps me so much and helps people find the show you can also find me on youtube instagram and pinterest at a willow soul for more content and until next time bye